Hey everybody and welcome to the Underground Podcast. I am your host Najava Salumba and how are you guys? It is currently 4 o'clock in the morning and I literally have been up and packing and just trying to get myself together and planned out because I do move eventually in a couple weeks. Um, It was all very so new to me. Um, You guys are probably going to see this podcast. You guys are probably wondering why you guys are seeing this podcast a little bit later than um, on a Wednesday. It's just because I've just been going through a whirlwind of emotions, especially like with just dealing with a family death, um, just trying to be there for my family, being attentive, spending time with my brothers and my mom and my dad and just my family in general and just checking up on them. So my attention has been solely on my family lately. So, um, you know, I've just been kind of everywhere. I know these last couple weeks I've been very much on late on podcasts. It's just everything has been happening back to back. But I'm learning to trust the process and just trust God in everything, even though, um, I may not see good moments right now. I'm just trying to learn how to trust the process and also just giving myself a lot of strength that, you know, I possibly need by getting back into praying, reading the Bible and just really staying in tune with myself and also getting back into my spirituality routine, um, but building a new one. And the title of this podcast is basically what I'm going into is trusting the process. Um recently um the family death that has happened has taught me a lot about not asking god a lot of whys but also just knowing in that moment of trusting god um i had last week on a thursday um, when i got the sudden news i quickly rushed across the country to california and I was spending time with my mom and my brothers and my dad and everything else. We were, you know, to uplift the mood. We were just having fun. I was just trying to make sure that I'm cooking and just uplifting the mood. Like, my whole goal is always to, like, make people happy. And I love making people happy. I was uplifting my my family in Africa and also my family here. So, it was really a good joy. And especially coming from, like my brothers and stuff and being able to just see them and like and just enjoying the moments and us just creating new ideas during this quarantine to like spend time with each other more bonding and also we were exercising which kind of tore me up because I've been slacking on my workouts and my routine and getting back into training so I'm in the position right now of really just planning out my exercise and training because a lot of people have also been asking me like what do I do so I literally got myself like a fitness book and just wanted to plan everything out and be able to kind of share that with anybody who wants to start off by exercising or is a beginner or just wants more exercises or like my exercises so you know um, I'll be able to get that more organized than just kind of saying anything off the air or trying to put everything together that I can remember of um but through this whole process of like you know trying to go through the grief and asking God for strength I've learned to trust the process because even in the midst of this 
um, I'm trying to apply for jobs out there and it's not has been the easiest thing during th through this crisis you know they want me to be there or I don't fit the credentials I don't fit what they want for me as a person as a whole so um, surprisingly instead of me drowning myself in like what is going on how am I going to able to get a job how am I going to be able to pay for certain things that I have lined up already I'm learning to trust the process and I can't tell y'all it's the most hardest things because it's like most likely like the way I look at it is everything may not look so sexy right now everything may not look right you know there's grief going on there's um things that you know you're currently dealing with personally and there's things that you just don't know how everything is going to turn out but I remember when I was running and I went up to like um the top like it was like going up to the mountain like how Moses did and um all the prophets they go up to a, a mountain or to go pray and stuff like that I went up to this specific when we were hiking I went up to this like specific um mountaintop and I literally just paused for a second and any what came out of me was I trust you God I don't know what it is that I'm trusting you for but I trust you and I just started speaking out on my family my finances um my job hunt and everything else and that really just helped me so much to feel so much better to know that I may not understand my family's death right now. I may not understand why I'm not getting a call back knowing that I fit some of the credentials or I feel like I'm a qualified person and everything else. I may not understand it, but I trust God and I know I will get a job. I know that my family will get through this tough time. I know that my finances will be okay. I know that whatever I'm manifesting that I'm working hard towards, I know that I can do it. I trust the process. And um, it's given me a chance to really look on the perspective. Now, I will say the down part of trusting the process is that sometimes you get overwhelmed and frustrated. I know for me, it's, I want to do so much for myself and I'm only just one person and I'm not just a robot, but I want to do so much for myself, but I'm learning how to execute that and write it down and really apply it. And it's going to take for me to really limit out my distractions. I was watching um, this movie called um, Brian Banks and it was, it was um, NFL who NFL player who entered um, the NFL draft like late like he was in his late 20s and he had to go through so much just for him to be free from criminal charges as being a sex offender and everything else just for him to play and just for him to pursue his dream and the thing that amazed me about that movie was he never gave up he get he kept his faith he kept on trying he never gave up he found there was ways for him to be free and he kept going and one thing that um was so significant in the movie was um in prison there was a scene where he was in prison and um the professor drew out this circle and he was like that's the circle of life and he drew two lines in the middle of the circle and he was like those are your distractions and how in prison those distractions are not there anymore they're taken away now you're thinking more about the next phase in your life and how you're going to get by and then the professor said to one of the guy Brian Banks it was like how you must mentally 
let it go for you to physically let it go and it didn't dawn on me because I was just like literally inspired by that and I was telling somebody like you know I'm inspired by small details any little thing I'm inspired by and when he said that today earlier today I was praying about two o'clock in the morning um, and I drew the circle and then I was reading the book of Job and I think this is like maybe my second or third time reading um, this by um, this section of Job because I don't know something is so significant with me that draws me to Job and how you know he had everything I believe like the storytelling the way I imagined and pictured it, it was like he had everything you know he had everything that he could have he had his farm he had his wife he had his kids and then he lost it all he lost it all and he had pain and suffering and what one thing that really was so significant in um chapter one i was thinking it to myself i was like when he stripped himself shaved his head and just got down on his knees he said the lord gave me all of this and then he took it away i will praise him in his name and i was like what like he didn't even cry why he didn't he was grieving of course but he didn't say why god why is this happening to me this and the third in chapter one he praised the god he praised god and for me it was just like I can speak that on my life right now in the midst of me trying to bring laughter and joy and everything else. This is a new thing for me where it's like I'm trusting God. I'm trusting the process. I'm trusting him that he will watch over my family, uplift my family and everything that we're going through. I would trust the process of um, not being able to have a job right now or not getting callbacks because y'all I've been denied from jobs for maybe about a good five jobs right now they're lining up to about five or six jobs and I keep telling myself I will have a job I will have a job you know and also like at first I was getting scared about my finances but then I'm like I'm trusting God just like in Job it's just like you know you wonder why me and everything else but in the midst of it all like Job was had so much integrity. He believed in God and he feared God too. And to me, it was just like in the midst, of course, like he had his doubts, he had his questions and, you know, people will come and fill his ear, but he still tried to remain faithful. You know, of course, in the end, he had to repent of certain things that he had said or that he was starting to doubt God. And reluctantly, he was given back abundantly more. And in the midst of it, I was like, you know, I know I'm going through a struggle right now. I know I'm going through a pain, but I have to trust God. I have to trust the process. And this goes for anybody that is struggling right now or is not where they want to be or even for graduates right now, because I know it's a struggle that, you know, we don't, we never expected this to happen. We never expected for us to be struggling or not having a graduation or not being able to see our friends or say our final goodbyes. But for me, I, I'm saying this to everybody because I know I'm in, I'm in that boat. Trust the process. 
everything is going to work its way out. Just change your perspective and change your attitude. Change your attitude on how you look upon life. Change your attitude on how you speak on life. Because life involves in the tongue, y'all. Like, <laughs> there's power in the tongue and the mind. And that's one thing I'm learning that how I create my life and my reality, it lies within my tongue and my mind. So I want to be able to change the effect that is making me feel as though I can't trust it. You know, I can't, I, I won't be able to do this. I won't be able to do that. There's nothing that I know God hasn't got me through that is so important that is so possible god has got me through a lot of things there's certain things that i ask god why was i not in this relationship why was i not in this position why did i not get picked why can i not fit in in certain areas in my life or within friendships and um environments and everything else and god later showed me so many things like and i'm thinking about that now because it's just like you know when I look at the outside of things and I see a lot of things upon relationships and that's in the next episode that I'll be talking to you guys about relationships and the singleness and everything else is because God has taught me so much in my singleness that now after so many years and me five years of being out of a relationship, I'm finally content. I'm finally knowing that I'm willing to wait. And as young as I can be, I want to have fun in my in my 20s. You know, I want to have fun. I want to learn more. And I want to spiritually be in tune with myself. I want to love myself even more. I want to know my worth even more. I want to be validated. I want to be knowing that, you know, I do deserve more. And I'm not asking for too much if my standards are just not willing to commit to something that is less of me. And somebody is not willing to... Um, genuinely love me for who I am beyond my flaws and everything else and respect me too because respect goes a high way for me and also being loyal um but yeah like I I'm content like and I don't want to divide I don't want to get into it but I know that in the midst of my singleness I'm trusting the process I'm trusting that you know, there's flaws that I need to work on. There's things that I know that God is telling me right now that you need to work on yourself a little bit more. And I never understand it some days. And some days, like, you know, a couple of days ago or earlier today, I had to really turn off my computer and really tell myself I'm done looking for jobs today. And I had to turn the other cheek <laughs> and I fell asleep. But then I woke back up. And I did my hair because I did not like the way my front looked. So I fixed my hair and I felt good about myself because while I was fixing my hair, I also was listening to motivational um, speeches and stuff. And that lifted up my spirit. So that even gave me even more emphasis on, you know, trusting this process, trusting everything that is around me. And this is the first time I'm ever experiencing this where it's changing my perspective on the way I look upon life and the way I look upon things in my life. And I just want to encourage anybody that is really going through this to really be in tuned with where you are in life. Because this quarantine is teaching me so much about myself. This quarantine is teaching me about who I am as a person, where I'm going, what's distracting me, what, um, how I talk to people, how I get nervous to even talk to guys now. Because 
I just I, I just go through this scenario of like I don't even know what to do but you know this is something that I am you know not afraid of sharing this is something that I'm not afraid of even going through it anymore because I know this is part of the process this is something that I know five ten years from now I will look back and this will be a testimonial thing that I'll be able to share to other people like how were you when you were 22 how were you when you were 20 like I, I can be able to share these things and that's something that I want to be able to share and go through I had an important conversation with um my brother over the weekend and this past weekend and me and my brother we have a special bond I love Jimmy to death like my brother is so like it, he's my role model like I cr I could cry just giving a whole speech because he is literally my role model my dad my brother my finance person somebody my go-to like anytime I'm in trouble like my brother is right there to hold my hand and he's he's not afraid to put me in my place but he's also there to encourage me and also teach me and I'm a student and he's my teacher and it's vice versa and to this past weekend I was a teacher and he was a student you know he's in the phase of his life where you know he's going through where he is changing for the better and this this conversation I had with my brother was so important because I've never seen this side of my brother since I don't know when you know my brother's always been goofy enjoying life having fun you know having no care in the world sometimes but when it comes to business it comes to business when it comes to money it comes to money you know what I mean but on the personal side I see evolution I see um, a new perspective a new attitude um, a a willing to change a willing to forgive a willing to own up to his mistakes that he has made a willing to apologize and be vulnerable and you know you don't see that much in men you don't see a lot of that in men lately because it's more so pride and you know not talking about situations and not you know not being open and my brother was open to me and that taught me so much in that moment of knowing that you know I'm in the right path but also there's other people who are older than me who are going through the same shit the same shit but in a different area in their lives and when older people who are beyond college who are living in their lives or in their late 20s and encouraging young people to do what they can do to enjoy their lives you know when I was maybe two years ago and they were saying um my cousin was like you know enjoy being but then it was more so like we had a common ground understanding we knew that you know we have lives too and we are adults. <laughs> We're not middle schoolers and high schoolers where we can talk every single day and be able to be googly eyes and say we're still best friends because we talk every single day. We hang out every single day. And if we don't go more than three weeks without talking, we're not best friends anymore. Trust me, no. Me and my best friend, we can go maybe like two, three weeks without talking and we back like we we never knew we left. You know, like me and her are low maintenance friends and we've established that so many times that we are low maintenance friends we don't really um have to talk every single day we just can check in we can talk we can send each other ideas or 
outfits or shoes that we just are interested in or post or problems you know any given day like I drop everything for my best friend because that's my girl like that's that's my little heart on the side like you know that's my other half and um she's family of course because she's been there to hold my hand through everything so for me during this time it's like you know we we talk here and there but it's nothing personal because I know for her she goes through her own personals and I go through my own personals so if you ever feel in doubt of somebody, reach out to them. That's a mind trick you can play with yourself instead of turning it into negativity or feeling some type of way or letting pride stimulate something that is not there or stimulate an issue that is not there. You know, you know when you're trusting the process, also stimulate your mind to being more positive. Stimulate your mind to changing your attitude and your perspective on things because just like in Job and everything else, um, in the Bible, Job, I'm sorry, I can, I can be repetitive when it comes to stuff, but, um, he lost everything. He sat by his friends, mourned, grieved, everything, you know, quite like was talking and defending God and everything else. And in the midst of towards the end of the story, he started kind of doubting, like, dang, like how many times am I going to go through this? I, I think I can't remember off the top of my head, but I don't even know how long Job even grieved before he was abundantly blessed and how much how long the process was for him and for me it's just more so I relate towards that so much because you never know how long your process or your season is gonna be till you're abundantly blessed by God you know my season is very long it's very long and probably long overdue but in the midst of it all towards the end I'm learning how to trust God trust him and learn from my mistakes and it's hard i'm not gonna sit here and tell y'all it's easy it's hard because as much as sometimes i want to throw in the towel i want to say this is not happening that's not happening for me um just cry it out and everything else i mean i could let it out as a cry out but i trust god you know and it's not easy sometimes because sometimes i just be saying anything <laughs> and I just be like yo I can't like it's whatever but then you know earlier today when I was praying and I envisioned and I listened to worship music I was just like you know God I trust you I will continue to trust you and that's my change of perspective on how I see things because things don't look sexy for me right now you know I I may not I may not have the job I want when I go to Cali or anything like that but I trust the process to know that God is right there with me God is taking me through something that may I need to delete or maybe I need to learn from or maybe I need to grow up and mature in and in the end if I'm obedient and I'm walking through that faith I will be blessed abundantly but I have to change my perspective on life. I have to change the way I think and my process of how I look upon life. Like, I have to change it. And this is just for me speaking in more of internal 
formed than physically formed because sometimes you have to change the way you think the way you feel and the way you move in life in order for you to physically execute the way you want to go and where you want to go because sometimes it's always like we we don't think before we do and in this case is I'm thinking before I do I'm actually thinking to myself like okay I'm about to do this but am I being negative or am I being positive I'm being self-aware of my own actions I'm being self-aware of who I am in a situation even if I have to take accountability of something that I know I was in the wrong in I'm not gonna let pride take away in it I'm gonna apologize like that's me I will apologize if I'm doing something wrong in a situation I will ask I'm learning how to ask people if I need help um, and actually let people be there for me and actually speak upon things in a more different way because certain times I think of scenarios in my mind that create undesiring un like problematic drama and I'm just like this is not what I need I know how to handle this situation. I'm mature enough to know how to handle it. And I'm wise enough to know how to execute it and talk about it. So if I'm able to use the skill that I've been birthed in and that I've learned and cultivate and that I've worked before in, then I'm able to, you know, maneuver through life in a more good internal spirit and mind than actually in a physical immoral world that tells me this is the way I'm supposed to act this is the way I'm supposed to go crazy on that's why for me sometimes a lot of things don't shake me like a lot of things a new album can drop unless it's Drake <laughs> unless it's Drake or it's a good song that's what's gonna move me because I know that Drake is my favorite artist of all time like I love his rap school and everything else so for me I will move when Drake drops an album I'm a move like if Beyonce drops an album I'm a move because those are the people that I know that I look up to in a positive light but if anything that is problematic that is drama and everything else for me I can tend to get stuck but then I'm not maneuvered by it like I'm not moved for me I can say like during this quarantine I've been in a peaceful state of mind like I've I haven't been fluctuated by drama or anything else which I'm so grateful for um I've just been dealing with my own self my own growth my own development and also the relationships that I am with like my friends my family you know my associates um my the job though the employees at my job you know the relationships that I'm building and working with and it's teaching me so much about myself because also I'm not gonna lie um lately in my job ex in environment I was thinking so negative about it and I believe like in a sermon I was watching they were like you gotta change your attitude like you have to change your attitude on the way you look at things because Things may not be where you want to be. It may not be sexy. Your salary may not be the way you want it to be. You may not have the fastest cars or anything like that. But you have to trust the process. And you have to understand what success is for you. So my end of the story is, you know, just trust the process and it will be there for you. I promise you, delay gratification in this season, in this life. In this process, in this crisis, 2020 is not denied. It is not over. It is not 
you know, dead or anything like that. It's still yet alive. If you still wake up in the morning, 2020 is still here. You're still seeing another day, another month, the same year, 2020. Be blessed because some people don't get to wake up, you know. And that's something that you always got to be grateful for. And I say this is because I see a lot of people who have been saying, 2020 is this, see me in 2021, or no, I'm over with 2020. No, it's just delayed. And this delay is actually making the world stop to actually think and actually think what we're thinking about. Actually look at ourselves, really internally look at ourselves, not physically, internally. Because physically, it's just like, oh my gosh, my nails are not going to get done. I'm not, my eyebrows are not going to get done. My hair is not going to get done. That doesn't really matter. That's superficial. How do you feel? How are you inside? Like, can you actually look at yourself? Do you actually love yourself beyond the physical features? I'm talking about eternally. You got to ask yourself these questions because this is how the process looks like. And this is how my process look like. I love and miss getting my nails done. I truly enough do. But one thing that I've appreciated so much during this quarantine is how I'm looking at myself, how I feel, how I'm being self-aware about myself, how I know that my attitude, I'm checking my attitude. I'm letting things bypass. I have good friends to kind of keep me back in check, which I thank God for my guy friends who live three doors down. I thank God. So trust the process and where you are in life and trust this process that we are in a crisis. Because I promise you, y'all, when you change your perspective and your attitude towards life, I promise you'll be so much at peace. You'll be so much happier. You look at things like nothing don't phase you anymore. It's just like a hut and keep it moving. I promise you that. But you have to do the work to be able to change your perspective on the way you look at life. Like actually look at yourself and actually look at your life and change the perspective. So that's the end of my episode today. I apologize that this is dropping late on a Saturday, but I am going to drop another one on on Monday and then another one on Wednesday. So y'all going to get like three episodes in the next like couple of days. So stay tuned because I have a lot more to say and I can't wait to start talking about this relationship series that I have with my special guests. So stay tuned. You guys have a great 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 saturday and continue to share um if you have any questions just you know dm me i'm always open to hear all right guys i'll see you guys in my next episode bye